Welcome to the Rich Relationship Podcast with Gil and Renee, where amazing things happen. Our goal is to help build, repair, and restore healthy relationships. And we would like to welcome you to week five. Give yourself a round of applause. Finally you made it. Did to it. The end. You yes. did it. So we're back to the beginning. And we want to just encourage you to continue to even though this five this five-week session is over, to continue to practice working in your relationship. And so by now you know the working in your relationship begins with you. And so this is week five and week five is identity. And we hope that this will solidify all the things you learned through all the other four weeks. And now you're gonna have some real calls to action and a real good sense of who you are. So you can willingly give yourself away because you'll know yourself better. So we're gonna run to the course now. And so let's go to the agenda. So get ready for week five of identity. Final week of this session, and we're gonna be talking about identity. So we're gonna be talking about what is it and what does it actually look like and why is identity essential to you and your relationships? We're gonna talk about is your identity under attack? That's a good thing to know. We're gonna talk about that. We're gonna talk about what is the evidence of the enoughness of God and how to build a solid identity. So starting out is identity. When you think about it, what do you think about identity when it comes to your mind? Are you thinking about it from as far as where am I at and who am I and why am I here and why do I exist and all these different things? Well, we're going to help you with that as far as when it comes to this course, we're going to kind of give you maybe a direction to kind of go in as far as what we mean when we talk about identity. When I think of ID, I think about the ID tags and I think about identity. And so I think that your identity is something that defines you. It's something that lets people know who you are. And so many times in our culture, we've allowed our jobs and our careers and our titles to identify us. And while that is a part of identity, it's not the identity that we want you to build on. We want you to build on the identity that is unshakable and regardless to the seasons and stages of your life, this identity that we're talking about building on is going to stand the test of time. You know, one of the things I like to share is identity is not activity. When you think about all the things of who you are as an individual, sometimes we can start thinking about what do I like to do and some of the things that I like to pursue, whether it's your career or vocation or hobbies or interests or any of those things, it's not tie and directly link to who you are as an individual those are just your interests yes your interests identity yes so don't confuse it when you think about identity because it's not who you are and what you do it's actually the essence of what we're going to share with you today during this lesson is a little bit deeper than that yes it is because it's not just what you do it's not how you do it it's why you do it and who you do it for because an identity that's unshakable is not based on just a stage in life. It's based on what we were created for. So that helps, if that helps you have a better understanding, at least a different understanding of identity. Because all those things can make you make become be a part of your story, but your identity is who created you and why you do what you do. Because you think about when it comes to identity, it actually gets actually shaped and molded by your own experiences. Depending on how you had lived your life or what you've gone through, it's going to kind of 
focus you in a certain direction. And we want to help you kind of get some clarity on that as well. Yeah, because I, I really believe that we are a product of our environment and our choices and our creator. So we're going to go more to that. So stay tuned. So what does identity look like? Well, you know, I, I think about it, you know, we talked about it in the beginning. We had you to go over what are your core values and what are your beliefs, because those are the things to help to shape and form your identity. And so it's important that you know, so hopefully by now you've gone through the beginning of the course and you have taken the time to do the work of working in your relationship and you understand what your core values are and your faith, and you understand what those things are for yourself. A part of establishing your identity, it takes, it has to be based on your faith and your core values, but they have to be yours. And you have to take the time to find out what those things are. And I like to think of it simply as the principles that you live by. Mm -hmm. If you think about some of the standards that you have actually set for yourself when you live your life, these are the things that you are going to hold close to your heart and actually live. And that stems from your core values yeah. and your faith. And when it says, what are your deal breakers? A part of establishing your identity is knowing who you are and what's important to you, your values and your faith. But it's also knowing the things that are a no-go for you. Things, you know, certain things you just like, I can't do that or I won't do that or things you don't want to settle for in relationships. And those are important to know when you're establishing your identity. And that's why as you grow and as you change, you need to make sure that you're basing it on your core values and your faith and not just your emotions and your culture because those things can change, but your core values should basically remain the same throughout the course of your lifetime. And, and a lot of times when I think about those deal breakers, I always think about what is it that I adhere to when it comes to my life that I am not going to be moved by or move away from. And those kind of stems from your principles, your core values mm -hmm. and, and the standards that you live your life by. Because if you don't have those things solidified in your life, it's going to be dictated to you and you yes. don't want that to happen. And another part of it is knowing who you are. You need to know that. You need to have the time to really sit down and think about, you know, the things that matter to you, the things that you love and you care about and that are dear to your heart and even the people that are near and dear to your heart. That's a part of you establishing your identity is the people around you, your faith, your belief, your core values, and also those deal breakers. And so it's just important that you have this framework figured out before you go out into society, because if you don't know what's on the inside of you, you're gonna be motivated by what's on the outside. You're gonna, it's, it's not gonna be what's in you, it's gonna be what's on you. And what's in you is greater than what's on you. And so that's why it's important for you to get these things established and really nailed down before you start getting into relationships so that you can be the true version of who you are. You can know who you are based on these things we're referring to. And I'm glad you said that because it's important that you understand first, what are the standards and principles, core values that you have as an individual because it's going to affect any relationships that you go into, not only, not only in a romantic sense, but even the ones that you already have pre-existing, whether it's with extended family members, whether it's with close friends or even colleagues at work. So think about those things because you first have to have a standard before you can expect or even look for one in someone else. Exactly. So why is identity essential? Well, if you're thinking about what we're talking about, I was talking to a friend and she's um, had some foundation work done in her house because her foundation cracked. Well, just imagine trying to live in a house 
when you're trying to have the foundation repaired. Well, that's what it's like when you don't have your identity established. Your identity needs to be established before you start building on it. You need to know all these things. You need to understand. And, and one of the things that helps you to have a real solid foundation is to build on something that is unshakable. And for us, we're believers. So we believe that a solid foundation is building your life on the Bible and on the Word of God. Um, because what's greater is in us is with the, the what's in the world, and that comes from Scripture. And you want to read with Colossians 1 and 16? Sure, it says, For by him all things were created in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, when the, throne, when the thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities, all things were created through him and for him. And that's Colossians 1, 16. You know, when you think about that, achievement has got to be, you're going to achieve things in your life but you can't let that achievements and things that you have achieved in your life become the foundation for which how you live your life. Because if that becomes your foundation, it's going to crumble and it's going to fall and it's going to fail because it just told you that. Yeah, because the, the God of the universe who created all things created you. And so when we're talking about building on something that is unshakable, building your life on the creator of the universe is the solid foundation. It's the unshakable foundation. And having a belief in a faith system in the creator of the universe is a sure way to make sure that your foundation won't crack and you're not trying to build on something while you're living in it. You wanna make sure that you're building on something that is unshakable. And scripture is our unfallible truth and what we believe that you build your life on to make it unshakable. And we wanna give you one question that you can ask yourself when it comes to why is your identity essential? What's your motivation for what you do, why you do it? If you don't ask yourself that one question, it can actually point you towards what is your motivation? What are you building your life upon? Because how you answer that question can tell you where you sit at when it comes to you and your identity. And building your life on achievements and success and even roles, those things can be very, um, they can take you on a downward spiral. They can take you on a rabbit hole of chasing after the next success, the next title. And so when you're doing what you're doing to serve versus to achieve, it makes your life um, a lot more enjoyable and it makes your life a lot more fulfilling. You know, because serving others is the essential key to your identity. Believe it or not, you can achieve a lot of great things and you can have a lot of successes in your life, but at the very beginning of it, if you're not serving others with whatever you're doing, it's going to go back to the scripture that we read for you. It's going to crumble when all things fade away. So think about that as you think about your identity and you think about how is it established and why is it essential. We're just kind of giving you some of the ideas and some of the principles and strategies that we are, have learned from. And that we live every day. That can help you when it comes to your identity. So is our identity under attack? I think that's a very appropriate question and I would answer that it is under attack. Because I think that we live in a time where many of us are, things are a lot more accessible and we know things about people that we probably shouldn't know because we have social media and we think that our identity is our image. And so if your identity is based on the way things look or the way things sound or the way things appear, your identity is under attack because your identity is not based on what you can see. 
your identity is based on you, why you do what you do and who you do it for. And those things are invisible. And so there's a difference between your identity being secure because you know that it's not based on anything you could accomplish and your identity being attacked because you're making it about the way things look. It can become more of a, a mirage than a true identity. You know, you think about we live in a time in our society where if you don't know what your identity is or who your identity is established in, the world will definitely tell you. And then that's going to lead to your own confusion about who am I? That's when those questions come up and you start thinking about it or you start vacillating, going back and forth, trying to question maybe some of the foundational principles that have been established long, long ago. Maybe maybe it's been by your parents or by somebody who was significant in your life that helped you on that course. But all of a sudden, the world will start deviating. you. It's always trying to challenge you and it's always trying to redirect you towards something that may not be the essence of who you are when it comes to your identity. And the thing is that I really, um, you talked about before about we need to understand that who we are is based on who we, who, who, who actually created us. And so our identity has to be based on understanding that it's on the inside of us. And sometimes what we go through can become something on the outside of us that we can begin to identify with. We can identify with our pain. We can identify with our sickness. We can identify with our success. And those are things that are external. We need to make sure that we identify with who created us and the truths that we believe, our values, our beliefs, because those are things that are unshakable. And so, yes, a lot of times our identity is under attack because we're asking ourselves what we are versus asking who we are. So if you find yourself asking yourself what you are, then yes, your identity is under attack. Wanting to know who you are is not the same as not knowing what you are, because it's clear what we are, because God makes that clear in the way that he creates us in his image and his likeness. And so we need to make sure that we understand the difference between our identity being secure and our identity being under attack. You know, because we are always constantly being consumed by the world, but also you think about it, I'm always being consumed with three people, me, myself, and I. That is always something that is always in the back of my mind and you have to challenge yourself and really think about those times where you're kind of more focused on you. And sometimes when you forget about what you're going through and what you're experiencing and focusing on other people and serving them just like the things we've already mentioned, you're gonna find that it's going to make your identity a lot more sure-footed when it comes to challenges that comes from the world trying to veer you away from those things. Yeah, because I think it's important to understand that when you think about when you're hurting, the last thing you want to do is serve someone else. But when you know who you are and you know what it's like to be hurt and you know what it's like to be alone, it gives you that motivation to know that the person that you're serving is serving others. So it helps you want to model those same characteristics and those same values by serving others. And just remember, the world wants to neutralize you. The world wants to stop you from doing and serving and being who God created you to be in order to neutralize you, to stop what you're been called and created to do. And we all are created with a purpose, with an identity, and with a mission. And we want to find out what that is, but we need to first make sure we know who we are. And you know, that's what this course is all about. Whether you already went through the first week or you just jumped into this week, we want you to either go back and look at those things because all of this builds towards this one lesson that we're talking about now when it comes to your identity. Yeah. So why is our identity under attack? Well, I think it's under attack because we have gotten away from 
the foundation. We've gotten away from understanding that identity is not the same as image. We, we make it about what we, again, what I talked about before, what we look like and what people think. But your identity is who you are when no one is watching you. Your identity is what motivates you to do the things you do, to do the good that you're doing. If you're doing good to get accolades versus doing good because you really want to make a difference. And so it's under attack because it's something that's very valuable. And it started being an issue in the beginning in the garden. The issue that the enemy is really trying to get at Eve was not just about her eating. He was trying to attack her identity. He was trying to tell her who she was. And that's the same trick and the same trap that we're in today. And so we need to understand that a lot of times when people are trying to tell you who you are or what you are, it's really not about your position. It's really about your purpose. It's really about the plan that God has for your life. And so as you begin to take the time to really be sure about your identity and understand that it's going to be under attack, then you can become, you can be more aware that you need to guard it. You know, because when you think about it, if you don't do what God created you to do, or you don't step out when it comes to your identity and serve others and do those things, the reason why it's under attack is because not, we mentioned it already about being neutralized, because there is a segment of people that God has called you specifically to talk to and come into life with and share this life with. So if he can stop you and get you more focused on you and the things that you are hung up about or caught up about or are questioning, that means you're on the sidelines of this thing called life. You're not being effective for not only building another kingdom, but helping other people when it comes to their life. So your identity is a very important part of you being the person that God has created you to be, not just for yourself, but for your generation, for your culture. And, and for the world. So when we don't know who we are, when we're not free to be who we are, then we don't, we can't model that. So people, we learn from each other. So if I don't, if I'm not sure of who I am, then I can't then encourage the next person that I am called into the life to encourage them. So we need to know who we are because each of us matter and we all have an assignment. We all have people that we are called to be a part of their, their story and a part of their journey. And so how is a solid identity established? You know, I, I really um, help. I really love that the Bible is the, the foundation. It says, for by him, all things were created in heaven and in earth, visible and invisible. When we, whether are thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities, all things were created through him and for him. So this is the same scripture we used before, because it's important that we understand a solid identity, a solid, a solid identity is established from the creator of, of the heavens and the earth, which is through our relationship with God. So we're not just talking about religion, we're talking about you really genuinely having a relationship with the invisible God. And through that relationship with him, you can begin to understand and love yourself. Because the, the, my favorite life verse is Romans 5, 8, while we were yet still in sin, Jesus died for us. That was very pivotal to my identity because it really helped me to realize if God loved me enough to die for me, even when I wasn't doing what was right, even when I was making mistakes, even when I had fallen, even when I had disappointed him, he still loved me. So that gave me a sense of value and identity that nothing could compare to. Clothes and shoes, none of those things could settle or take the place of that um, strong sense of identity. You know, and we share with you now, we gave you the scripture, but this is the actual how it is established. Yes. We shared it with you in the book. So if you've seen it already in the book, that's okay. That's what this is kind of reinforcing, just like we use that scripture before twice. 
faith comes by hearing. And when you reprogram your mind to hear things over and over and look at things over and over, you're going to start believing it. Yeah. And, and it, it's, we talk about the enoughness of God. Well, what is that? Is that something we made up? Well, the enoughness of God is understanding that with identity, you have purpose. It helps you to have a mission. And that's when you can apply the enoughness of God. And so the enoughness of God is basically just saying that God is enough. That everything else is an addition to or it's um, an accessory. God is the only necessity. Everything else is a necessity. And you know, when you start establishing your solid identity, some things are going to happen. We're going to kind of give you some answers to the test. You're going to start seeing some changes in your life. You're going to start saying, and we said it in the book, it's going to be, you are enough. You're going to have more than enough. You're going to actually have enough stuff. Mm -hmm. You're not going to need any more stuff because you're going to be fulfilled and content. And guess what? You're going to know when enough is enough. You'll know how to set boundaries. You know how to say no. I love it. We were talking once and we were talking about just different things. In different stages in your life, you know, things can become a big priority um, as far as trying to buy your identity, driving a certain car, living in a certain house, um, carrying a certain purse, all those things can be a part of how you find value. But I remember talking to Gil about it and he said, oh, I used to do that when I was empty. And so many times we don't realize that our pursuit for things and titles and, and even people is out of the the need, the, the space that God put in our heart, the only thing that can fill it is him. And so when we say the enoughness of God is that there's a space in our heart that nothing else will ever fill it. And when he's in that space, it makes everything else have its right place. And it kind of goes back to those appetites we mentioned earlier in this lesson, because as you have those voids and those appetites that are kind of yearning and pulling at you for fulfillment, that's when you're going to start challenging the things that you believe. So remember that this is how you actually establish this solid identity. And we kind of had gave you the information. You're more than enough. You have enough stuff and you need to know when enough is enough because the foundation and the bottom line of it is all of it is going to lead to one big thing and that's going to be unconditional love and it's important that we understand when we say you know when enough is enough it's, it means you know how to, you know how to set boundaries and setting boundaries we've talked about it before boundaries are an in-between door it's about us learning to know when to say no and when to say stop not about trying to keep everybody out so the enoughness of god is a threefold cord you know that you're enough because you are created by the God of the universe. You don't need any more stuff because you know you have more than enough. And then you understand when to say enough is enough. You know how to say no. You know how to say bound, set boundaries. And you know how to say yes. But you know how to say let your yes be your yes and let your no be your no. And that's how you understand that you are more than enough. Not just enough. You are more than enough because the God of the universe died for you and loved you and created you with a purpose and a plan and you mentioned the scripture here romans 5 8 you said it already as far as why is your life scripture when you know that you're enough we kind of mentioned it already you know what it means your life this is renee's life verse and it can be yours too you can share it because the bible is open and every is open to everyone to mm -hmm. actually adopt it into their life because that is what's going to bring you that enoughness to know that I am fulfilled and I'm complete yeah. in my identity. And when we put it on everything, it's to be, a, you know, the Bible says, uh, write the vision down and make a plan so those that can run will run with it. Sometimes we need 
a reminder. Sometimes we need, you know, we, we first got to say, we used to write notes on everything. Everything was notes. Well, now you can put it on your phone. And so whatever encourages you to remind yourself about your value, if it's, you know, the scriptures you read, the quotes that you decide to um, adhere to, it's, it's important that we make sure that our internal dialogue, our internal conversation is saying the same thing about us that God is saying about us. And we just, we say it all the time, you're more than enough. And that's why we say that. So, but what is the evidence of the enoughness? I think the evidence of the enoughness is understanding how you treat people. It's understanding that your relationships matter. And that's what God created us for. Uh, we, we talked about it before. It says, I am enough in Christ Jesus. Mm -hmm. I have, I don't need any more stuff. I'm good. I know when enough is enough. And I know when to say no that's the evidence so that's the evidence of you knowing those three things not one or two or, but all of them at the same time when you have mastered those things at the same time and you can serve others without an expectation of anything that coming back to you when you understand that how you treat people and how you make them feel doesn't just reflect you it also reflects the creator of the universe then you have walk in and develop a good sense of your own personal identity you know because you're going to have to have that i decided moment you're going to have to understand that there's going to be a challenge in your life where you actually come across and say you know what i have to decide that i am all the things that we just said you probably noticed it three or four different times <laughs> we said it the same thing over then over and over again but that's going to bring that intentionality that you actually have to have in your life you're going to notice that you're going to get more focused about what you're doing in your life when it comes to establishing your identity you're going to have a solid foundation when it comes to your commitments and you're going to actually be consistent that consistency is going to carry you through the rest of your life, not only just because you finished this lesson in these past five weeks, but because you're going to know that I am more rooted, more foundationally solid when it comes to understanding who my identity is. And it's so important when you're talking about going into relationships that you know who you are. The reason why we chose to spend five weeks on identity, because we realized that if you don't know who you are, how can you rightfully give yourself away? And after working with couples for 16, 17 years, you begin to see that even if you give them the right tools and they learn their love languages and they do all these assessments, if there are some missing pieces in their identity, then those tools will become weapons. And so we want to make sure that when you get the tools, that you can use them as tools and not weapons. Because when we're hurt and we don't know who we are and we have a crack in our foundation, then we have to go through that difficult process of having everything taken out while we're living in it. So we want to make sure that our identities are built on a solid foundation before we start going into relationships with others. Because, you know, believe it or not, some people are afraid to have successful relationships. We don't want you to be afraid of it because when you don't have a recipe and a framework that we've kind of given you and shared with you over these past five weeks, that is what can actually help you build a solid foundation when it comes to building those relationships. So you don't have to be afraid of it. Don't have to be afraid of having successful relationships. Just use some of the things that we've shared with you and you'll know that you're building a solid foundation on it. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your investment in time. Remember to subscribe to the show and hit the notification icon to be notified when new episodes are posted on the podcast platform that you're listening from. 
or you can always find us on our website at richrelationshipsus.com or our YouTube channel, Rich Relationships with Gil Renee. If you found this podcast helpful or you think it could help someone that you know and care about, please pass it along and share it with them.